0: What's up, everybody,
1: welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast episode 228. We're so excited to have you guys here today. We are uploading on not our normal day, a Monday. Yes, how are you guys doing? Beginning of the week here, excellent. Yes, so this week is going to be a little different. Here for Mile Higher, we are going to be doing two episodes, and they're both going to be kind of different than our normal long form episodes. We're going to be focusing on several different shorter topics throughout these, and I know it's a little confusing, but this is technically a bonus episode. We do at least 48 episodes per show per year. That is part of our contract, and with me having a baby this year, we fell short of that. So we, we are we doing-
0: had to miss a couple weeks. Yes.
1: So we are here making a few extra episodes up for you guys, which is great. That means you get more content. So- Yeah, we're really excited today. We're going to be talking about robots and the future.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to try to not be too doom and gloom, but...
1: Yeah, because I I will get sad.
0: It's one of those things that I think there's some good, and then there's some potential really bad scenarios that can play out from the future where we are not only just using robots, we have humanoid robots assisting us with various tasks, but also... The idea of potentially merging with that technology eventually, mm-hmm. singularity. Know? Yeah, exactly. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit, but there's a lot of pros and cons I think to both. And also, there's been some recent news about um, some humanoid robots, which we have briefly touched on. I think in the last couple of weeks, but we wanted to dive into it a little bit more because mm-hmm. I do find it really interesting that we're already, you know, very very close to introducing humanoid robots into our lives in, yeah. in a lot of different ways or just robots in general. Are I mean, we're be. pretty
1: much, we're there.
0: Yeah, we, we are there. And I was just thinking before this episode, I'm like, man, when we're old and we're like in the retirement home or wherever we're retired at, like the world's going to look a lot different. Yeah.
1: Because if you think really about is. like
0: our grandparents and, you know, we just dealt with the passing of our uh, grandparents this this year and just thinking about how in their, sort of final days i wonder if there's any thoughts of like how the world has changed since i came into the world you know i always wonder if like at the end of your life if you're looking back and like oh yeah. kind of like playing through everything i'm and sure comparing like to 2022 to oftentimes 1940s it makes 1950s. me think of
1: that one episode of black mirror the san june paro when they're at the nursing home at the end and it's this futuristic place and I mean, yeah, their version of seems pretty nice, well, that's, and not scary, not too much, you know, technology. But
0: well, that's a that's a very trippy concept of like transferring your consciousness to a artificial yeah well, um, machine a where your life continues on after your your physical death occurs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> Some pretty interesting stuff. So we wanted to mainly focus this episode on the announcement that. Mr. Elon Musk made, it was probably a few weeks ago, it was last month, where there was a a Tesla sort of, I forget what they call it, it's like an AI event that they do, and Elon Musk unveiled this humanoid robot that they've started developing called Optimus, and I'm going to play a little clip of, of that reveal.
1: Where does this take place?
2: I would assume in California.
1: Yeah, it's, hmm.
0: I believe it's at Tesla, I think.
1: Look at this little dude. he's not really a little dude, okay yeah, no, true. it's a full size he's terrifying like looking walking out
2: like a little performer,
3: so this yeah. is like
0: they've been working on this for a little while, but look at the
2: thighs. this is not the final final form right here. no, this is not the final form, but still, look at him raising the roof, he's yeah. going wild. <laughs>
0: It's interesting to me that Tesla, which has been largely an electric automaker, is now delving into robotics as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously with Teslas, if you own a Tesla, you know just how advanced its computer is and Yeah, it's
1: pretty much a robot. I mean, itself. it's
0: a self a lot of them have self-driving capabilities and there's basically artificial intelligence built into those those cars and
1: I right. could never use a self-driving car. Just Really? Mm-mm. No, it freaks me out so bad. Are you kidding? I can't believe people just take naps.
2: With peace and love, your driving freaks me out. What? I said with oh. peace and
1: love, your driving kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame you, honestly.
3: I'm I'd rather the have driver.
0: the car drive us than Kendall drive us. But I
1: couldn't like relax and just I- I don't know if you're get on my phone it's or too- something or mm. sleep. People you're do that. You're not supposed to do that yet. Yeah, I don't think you're, you're not supposed, supposed to? to so yeah. why do all these people do that? Aren't they going to oh, get pulled I over?
0: Well, really I mean... Don't. Some I mean you're taking a risk there because there have been over a hundred different incidents, I believe, of Teslas on autopilot malfunctioning, crashing. Oh um, my God. so see? like you're supposed to still be sitting there watching the road ahead and like ready to like manually take over at any point. But obviously some people just like, they're like oh it's self driving, I'll just chill out in <sighs> here then but that's
1: terrifying. Yeah. And, and it's it, scary as another driver to see one of them on mm-hmm. the road and think Is that driving itself? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't trust it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tesla just came out or Elon just said um, that he, it's just funny because Elon's just the most egotistical dude ever, but he's basically said the other day that nobody is even remotely close to achieving the same capabilities when it comes to self-driving autonomy uh, vehicles at all. Like no other manufacturers even remotely close. He claims. How does he even know that? To, though. Yeah. Well, well, if you think about it, there really isn't any other vehicles on the market current, or you know, out currently that have the same capabilities as the Tesla does right now oh. with full autonomy, where you can literally, like, a lot of. So, for example, like GMC, they have Super Cruise capabilities where, on certain roads that that are uh, mapped by the by the software, you can Allow your wheel to take over, and it will it will change lanes, and it will. It's basically autonomous, and that's where you can sit there, and it will. But it's not to the same point of Tesla, where you can literally start in a parking spot and punch into you know your tablet and say I want to go here, and then it just it navigates its way out. It can park itself. So I, as far as what we've seen on the market, Tesla is definitely leaps and bounds ahead of everybody, and obviously that's he, he claims that their their software, their AI is just far more advanced than any other automaker out there. Because I mean, now we're starting to see a trickle of more electric vehicles come out with similar capabilities, but nothing is as close to being fully autonomous like like Tesla is. And it's just it's it's Elon Musk is one of those guys, I think, who I, I think you have to commend him for his um innovation. Like obviously he's all about innovating and like trying to push the envelope and but how much the is capabilities? That really him? Well, you know? yeah, well, yeah, it's like obviously there's tons. We a lot give of money him all the credit, or the media gives him all the credit, but mm-hmm. ultimately there's he hires the most talented engineers in the world that work for Tesla and SpaceX. So there's certain aspects to because obviously Elon Musk has been super controversial for many reasons. The whole Twitter thing, don't even get me started on that. But yeah. but just he is clearly on a mission to almost like monopolize all technology it seems. Mm -hmm. Take
1: over the world. He's our overlord.
0: I know. We always joke about this. I'm like, I'm calling it right now. Like, in the future, if there's anybody that's going to become this evil overlord, it's going to be Elon Musk. Because he's just got, he's got so much, I mean, he's the wealthiest man in the world now. He's got all these companies that are all pushing, like he's trying to push us into the future, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like he's doing it too quickly and Mm -hmm. we're not we're not taking the right steps to make sure that we're ready for those big changes that are going to mm-hmm. come.
1: Because like you said, it's all about ego for him. So it's just about doing it first and faster than anyone else. Yeah. Well, Whether it's If you're right. first to
0: market, then you get all the customers. Right. I mean, he's he's got everybody. And, he, and he's just kind of this character at this point that everybody, a lot of people really seem to gravitate towards. So
1: this robot. Is it going to be something that the average person can own? Yes. Yeah,
2: we'll talk more about it. Let's yeah, finish watching this. this little promo here. They actually start talking about it now. Okay.
3: So the robot can actually do a lot more than we just showed you. We just didn't want it to fall on its face. We'll, we'll show you some videos now of the robot doing a bunch of other things.
2: So if you're listening, they're watching a video. Yeah, we
1: wanted to show a little bit more what we've done. Yeah, the robots the are like, like picking up box, stuff. And, and just walking around and dancing on stage.
3: Uh, just humble beginnings, but uh, you can see the autopilot neural networks running as it is, just retrained for the bot uh, directly uh, the on that, on that new platform.
1: Watering a plant?
3: That's yeah. my watering can. Yeah, when you, when you see a rendered view, that's, that's the robot, what's the, that's the world the robot sees. So it's, it's very clearly identifying objects, that, like this is the object it should pick up, picking it up.
0: We use the same process as we did for Autopilot to collect data and train
1: neural networks that we then deploy on the robot. Uh, that's an example that illustrates the upper body a little bit more. Something Working that we we'll
0: like, try to nail down
1: in a few months, over the next few months, I would say, uh, to perfection.
3: So, here you're seeing uh, Optimus with uh, these. The, 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 with so the, is a the degrees robot. of freedom that we expect to have in Optimus Production Unit One, uh, which is the ability to move uh, all the fingers independently, uh, move the uh, to have the, the thumb have uh, two degrees of freedom, uh, so it has opposable thumbs, and uh, both left and right hand, so it's able to operate uh, tools and do useful things. Our goal is to make um, a, a useful humanoid robot as quickly as possible, and uh, we've also designed it using the same he discipline that we as use possible. in designing the car, which is to say, to, to design it for manufacturing uh, such that it's possible to make the robot at in, in high volume uh, at low cost uh, with high reliability. So that, that's incredibly important. I mean, you've all seen very impressive humanoid uh, robot demonstrations, um, and that, that's great, but what are they missing? Um, they're missing a brain. They, they, don't, they don't have the, the intelligence to navigate the world uh, by themselves. If they're, had a they're also very expensive um and made in low volume. Um mm-hmm. whereas uh, this this is Optimus is designed to be an extremely capable robot but made in, in very high volume, probably ultimately millions of units. Um, and I, it, it is expected he to be millions of less Look less
1: at the evil, know. exactly <laughs> the evil in his eye. He knows exactly what the eye. fuck that means. Yeah we
0: want to sell millions of these <laughs> at a apiece.
1: Dude this is terrifying like it makes me Makes my skin crawl seeing that robot watering plants doing such a mundane task. just makes me feel like we're all going to become so obsolete.
2: Oh, just wait. We talk in a little bit. I put some stuff in here about yes. you know, jobs well, and stuff. And anyways, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, $20,000, that's really not that bad for if it's truly a fully autonomous robot, humanoid robot that can do all these things he claims it can do.
1: Oh my God. That's
0: people are gonna buy that. People are gonna go and buy that. I mean that's that's obviously not everybody's gonna be able to afford that, but a lot of people will be able to afford it. I mean, he's already talking, he already knows the projections would be millions of units. Oh my gosh. This robot could be available, he said, within the next three to five years.
1: oh this is happening way too fast. I just thinking about all of the things that this robot could be used for in terrible ways too. I mean, what if people program their robot to go commit a murder for them?
2: Well, there's <laughs> laws now.
0: There is laws. Or
2: going, there's talk about laws being created of being able to use robots for, you know, nefarious reasons, then you're going to get in trouble for it.
0: Yeah, well, it'd be no, it ultimately be no different than like using any other type of weapon, like a vehicle to run somebody over. I mean, yeah. It's kind of, if you're the one, if they can prove that you're the one who, program the robot to do something you're going to be held liable for that robot Mm -hmm. because that robot's going to be a liability for you Mm -hmm. and obviously everybody be worried about will this you know what if this thing decides to go rogue or something like that because you know we've all seen irobot but elon musk says there's an external mechanism whether that be through an app or something where you would be able to emergency shut it off i guess
2: yeah Elon actually said, quote, governed by some laws of robotics that you cannot overcome, like doing harm to others. So I think in general, the robots, I guess, are programmed to know that if you're trying to do something like evil, then they they like can't do it. You can't like override mm-hmm. their software for it. Or if- I guess if you do, then you get in trouble for it. It would like alert sense.
0: someone yeah. if you're
1: trying to do that. Yeah, I think so. Well,
0: they're going to have to have some type of fail safes in there
1: well if you've seen irobot you know that shit doesn't matter <laughs>
0: yeah well and that's the thing is I it depends on the level of ai that is that these robots have and do they know you know mm-hmm. how advanced are they going to be are they going to be like I, for twenty thousand dollars my guess at the beginning it'll be like here's a list of tasks they can do mm-hmm. and then you pick from the tasks and it goes and do, does those things versus yeah. like this thing you can full-on have like conversations with and you know it's not quite as advanced as some of the other humanoid robots out there right now or ai Uh, but the big thing with this is just the amount of money they have the potential to make it's it's actually pretty pretty astounding i mean you already heard elon Musk say he wants to sell millions of these but if they were to sell 50 million robots by 2030 they could potentially create an extra one trillion dollars in revenue trillion we're talking trillion dollars if if 2030 uh, less than 10 years yep trillion dollars and by 2040 with 500 million robots out there 10 trillion. Oh my god. And obviously with that kind of money i mean they're gonna you know, put a lot of that back into the product and just think about how advanced these things could be by the year 2030 2040.
1: That's un like fathomable. It's it's too hard to even imagine what that would all look like. Thinking of that many robots mixed into our society.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and you got to think too if there's millions and millions of these these humanoid robots out there what are they doing well they're being used to do jobs which mm. a lot of humans are doing those jobs right now so right. obviously that's going to create a huge displacement of workers
1: huge i mean
0: in service industries especially because that's what these robots are really kind of being made for is to do yeah. either manual labor or, or you know be programmed to work inside you know for example like a fast food restaurant there that's going to 100 percent be Robots back there. Yeah. There's not going to be because they're going to get it right every time. It's going to be consistent and it's mm-hmm. going to be more efficient. They don't have mm-hmm. to, you know, provide all these benefits. Like that's what's going to happen is a lot of companies, once this is available and affordable, mm-hmm. they're going to go that way. Waitresses, yes. all service truck stuff. drivers. Yep. Well, that's the other thing too is uh I think the Tesla semi uh press conference is coming up here soon. I think either. Oh, no. So he's already got semis electric semis which i believe right now they they still have to be driven by a human but they're going to be fully autonomous too so that all the truckers who are out there right now are going to be replaced by fully autonomous semis
1: so the majority of people are going to have no job and be yes essentially useless (laughs) to society and we just hit eight billion people in the world so that's excellent right tesla
2: aims to produce 100 semi trucks uh, electric trucks this year that was published one day ago
1: that's just sad I hate all of this so much.
0: <laughs> so like on the flip side, what Elon would say is like, well, what we're doing is we're going to make the roads safer. There's not going to be all these trucking accidents. Uh, things are going to be cheaper to ship because the actual shipments are going to arrive on time and it's going to be fully autonomous. It's going to make everything more fast, efficient, cleaner. That That's his sort of pitch for this. But at the same time, he never brings up the fact of like, well, there's all these people that yeah. do trucking for a living. What are they going to do? What happens when you displace that whole industry and all those guys that rely on that for for paychecks are replaced by Mm -hmm. an AI-operated semi? What are they going to do? So sad. So it's because it's like not only that, factory jobs. I mean, most factories these days have Mm -hmm. a heavy use of robotics in there. Most uh, automakers are fully autonomous robots that are making most of the cars. And then humans kind of do some of the checking over things and some of the smaller stuff maybe but it's going to be all factories are going to be 100% run by AI you'll walk into a factory there's not going to be a human in sight there'll be like a human sitting up in a a computer room just overseeing the whole thing but there's not going to be any humans required to make anything
1: that's insane
0: so I get the pros but the cons is that what are all these people going to do who, who work in these industries that are going to be replaced by robots I don't know I don't know either. That's going to be a major deal.
2: Back in 2020, I was reading this organization called the World Economic Forum. They're based in Switzerland. They stated that roughly 30% of all tasks right now are done by machines and humans do the rest. However, by the year 2025, it's believed that this will change to a 50-50 combo of humans and machines. That's two years from now. Again, I don't know if this is 100% you know, happening. This is just their prediction, but...
1: thinking of what the world is going to be like even by the time our daughter's in like fifth grade Mm -hmm. this is happening way too fast that's what i'm saying is like understand
0: this future is coming at us extremely fast and i don't think any of us are prepared no for example so if we go back to uh ray kurzweil google's director of engineering and well-known futurist which we've talked about here on the show in the past He's made a ton of predictions about the future since the 1990s, and he claims an 86% accuracy rate. So he believes that by 2029, computers will have human-level intelligence. Which, according to that Google engineer, which uh, the H3 podcast actually interviewed him, uh, Blake Levoine, yes. I think is his name. That is a wild. He used interview. to work at uh, Google, and he claims that Google's AI is already sentient mm-hmm. or conscious. And that he had like conversations with it. It was like a friend mm-hmm. to him. And this has been disputed by Google. They say, oh, no, 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 it's not. Of course. but No, uh, but if
1: you watch this interview, you can tell this guy's, I mean, he has I don't no reason to lie. There's, there's no ego involved in it for him at all. Yeah, some of the things he was talking about absolutely blew my mind. I mm-hmm. definitely recommend listening to that interview because, yeah, God, I mean, he basically said that they have no control over it, too, mm-hmm. that they can't turn it off. No one knows what to do with it.
0: Yeah. He said it was uh, testing Google's chatbot generator known as Lambda, which is short for Language Model for Dialogue Applications, Mm -hmm. and grew convinced it had taken on a life of its own as Lambda talked about its needs, ideas, fears, and rights. Mm -hmm. So if that is all true, that would suggest that Lambda is a sentient being, an artificial being, but a being nonetheless, that it's now asking about its rights. So that create and that's the thing is i feel like we're forging ahead into this future you know we're we're building humanoid robots but we're not actually like where's the conversations happening about how this will change civilization if all of a sudden we have these robots that are conscious beings that believe they have rights you know there's going to be a whole moral argument out there it, the world's going to get crazy because people yeah. are going to clash on this. As soon as oh, this is public time, and people realize that these robots are, are sentient and want to be considered basically mm-hmm. an equal to a human mm-hmm. because they believe they have a consciousness and they have rights, what are we going to do? What kind of moral <laughs> dilemmas is that going to create?
1: Oh, huh. my God. Too many to even count.
0: <laughs> so if that doesn't scare you, then by 2045 is when Ray Kurzweil believes the singularity will occur.
1: That's like not far at all from 2045. Right so so 20 and years.
0: So we'll be in our fifties mm-hmm. when AI is at an equal or higher level of intelligence than a human.
1: Yeah. Our not daughter only will just be like heading into the wor- workforce. Right. Great timing.
0: But that also means the point at which humans and this technology may merge so this, this technology is integrated into our lives, integrated into us physically through biotechnology, nano technology.
1: So scary. So it's
0: like there could be good things that come from this. So there could be a lot of diseases. There could be a lot of, uh, on the medical side of things, nanobots and things like that are all really mm-hmm. promising for a future. It's scary to think about no, swallowing a nanobot yeah. and having it go down into your arteries, but it could be a very efficient way to save lives. Yeah. And, if you were going to save
1: if it could save your life would you do it
0: yeah. right well that's the thing and that's that's the big dilemma is like is it worth making these advances in the medical in all areas of of life we're going to advance transportation the medical industry all these different ways but is it worth it because the repercussions are we will live in a society where we will be friends with robots we'll have like we'll have that so and so robot over for dinner mm-hmm. because that robot's now our friend Mm -hmm. And we treat it just like any other human being.
1: Yeah, we talked a lot about this recently on the sesh, actually, about companionship from robots Mm -hmm. and if it's safe or makes any fucking sense at the end of the day. I mean, if you think about it, there's so many people out there that really could use a companion. Right. You know, that this could be very useful for them Um, or children. I mean, we, we talked a lot about this robot it's called moxie it's yeah a robot yeah. for kids very questionable in my opinion anyway this <laughs> thing could really be a friend to your child and if your child has no friends and is building no social skills right could it be is useful it a pro? but is it gonna in fact is it like an like, artificial yeah like at an, the end of the day i think it will i don't know unless Stop this
0: thing unless this thing can talk and act like a human which we're getting close to it being, but there's just so many dilemmas that I see coming up where I I feel like in the future we'll see full on protests against robots and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a major fight, a major argument in the world of like, do we want, because once people start losing their jobs to robots, I think that's when people are going to really start getting pissed, pissed off because people who spent their whole life in these industries are all of a sudden replaced by robots. What the fuck are they going to do?
2: But think about it. Like, you know, in order to get a skill or a job, you have to have some type of training or some type of education. You know, it takes a while to be able to be good at your skill and your job. But robots, you just program mm-hmm. it. There's no needing to go to college. Yeah. There's right. no needing to go to training to get a certification to get a whatever. Like, and it'll they're just get just better ready over to go. time. And robots, they can work 24-7. They don't need weekends. They don't need sick time. They don't need PTO. Yeah. Like they're they they can work 24 seven. They don't need sleep. And so if you think about it, if Elon's going to because they've also talked about if they're not going to sell these robots, they could lease them. So let's say you lease one of these dudes for twenty thousand dollars a year. Okay, so it's basically like paying an employee that can work literally 24 seven. Yeah. Twenty thousand dollars a year salary. It's like
1: nothing. Yeah, That's a really good point.
0: The problem is, is that this is going to enable the rich to get a million times richer yep. because as soon as this is affordable and available, they are going to drop all humans like a hot rock and then get these robots in there because there's not the liability. There's not the health care. Yeah. There's not all these benefits. They don't have to provide the robot a 401k yeah. health benefits. No
2: PTO. Nothing. Yeah. There's, yeah. they're
0: going to need a few humans to kind of watch over the operation and maybe do maintenance. But like, otherwise they're going to have these things run in 24 seven and they're going to just be able to, their production is going to go way up. So of course they're going to do this. And it's this inevitable thing that's coming. And I feel like so many of us are just not not prepared for that, especially those that are in these industries, like thinking about am I am, is my job gonna be there in ten years? Yeah. And even in technology, when I was in 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 IT, we would have discussions about how pretty soon AI is gonna be able to to run the networks and fix issues with with equipment and mm-hmm. unless it's an actual physical thing, which eventually in the big data centers of the world, there's not gonna be humans in there. It's gonna be these humanoid robots that are going in and installing new equipment, fixing stuff, and there's just gonna be a, need, a, a smaller need for human employees at all companies. So then what do people do? Like, People are gonna to have to figure it out and like figure out a career where a robot can't possibly replace you, but what careers are those? See, this is why there? I don't
1: understand his statement saying that future of abundance, a future where there is no poverty, a future where you can have whatever you want in terms no of products poverty. and services. It's it really is a fundamental transformation of civilization as we know it. But how how does he explain that?
0: That sounds like a bunch of just like pretty words to say to get yeah. people uh, excited about his idea. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, how is that going to eliminate poverty? That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make. It's any not going to piece. Raise people out of poverty? Well, how would I mean, that? I'm do? not understanding. Was your robot? You buy a robot for twenty grand? It'll build you a house. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what he means by that because I don't really see a way that that would even make sense. How are they going to pull people out of poverty with these twenty thousand dollar robots? Doesn't make sense.
1: I have no idea. Somebody in poverty to...
0: won't even be able to afford one of these. So how does that affect them at all? Unless well, can he. Can
2: organizations? Buy these and send them to yeah. places and have
1: them do work. The government can yeah. fund projects.
0: Send it. Send a humanoid robot to hang out with the homeless. Like what? I don't understand what it would do. Like, how is it going to help the homeless? Maybe he,
1: because we can produce things, more things, so that things will be cheaper, and that homes can. Be, I, I don't, don't know. think that's going to happen. I don't know. I'm just trying to understand his statement, but yeah, it sounds like bullshit to me.
0: Sounds like just a. <laughs> ploy to get people excited about the idea that that's his ultimate plan I think the ultimate plan is to make a shit ton of money and then also have a monopoly basically on these if he's got millions of these units out there before any other company brings a humanoid robot to the market Mm -hmm. we are literally going to be in Elon Musk's world which we already kind of are but he's really going to be he's going to have more control than the governments do with these this amount of AI machines out in the public and in businesses and in governments will will buy it i mean it's it's really scary honestly he to wants about. to
2: like have these mass produced robots in the market by 2030 and i was reading some examples just to like put it into perspective if 30% of the global workforce was disrupted they would require 996 million robots so he's saying that These humanoid robots are capable of so much more than just regular robots that it even requires less overall robots because they'll be able to do so much more that they can just take over not just one job, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. 20 jobs and Mm -hmm. still have one, quote unquote, body
1: doing Mm -hmm. it. That is unbelievable. What are those
0: people going to do? Well, I want to hear what's what's his plan? What's his plan when he displaces all these workers? How are they going to make a living? How are they going to possibly find work again?
1: But we know if it wasn't Elon doing it, it'd be someone else. Like, this is is coming no matter what. There's nothing that we can do about it.
0: Yeah, well, in Japan, the Japanese government recently said that they want humanoid robots or just robot activity within all homes by 2025.
2: Ah, But Japan has been doing this for much longer yes, than they are far other parts advanced. of the world. They're very advanced. They've got mm-hmm. tons of really, I, yes. honestly, I think, cool things. And yeah. Um, yeah, they've been doing it for far longer than we have.
1: Have you ever seen just people on TikTok showing their everyday life, their routines, yeah. all the little gadgets they have? Mm-hmm. They're just It's crazy. All
0: their fancy vending machines mm-hmm. they have.
2: There's oh, those are always cool. vending machines. One robot called Pepper, and apparently Pepper only costs $2,000. And... Um, It was, I keep wanting to call it like he or she.
1: Pepper's only $2,000?
2: And he was designed to basically become a member of your family. Like he recognizes human emotions. He'll adapt his behavior to the moods of people around him. And this is kind of cool though. In 2019, Pepper was actually used to be a receptionist at hospitals. His tasks included greeting patients, taking temperatures, and giving out hand sanitizer. And he's also been used to help ease loneliness in elderly patients during a shortage of nurses. See, and in
1: times like that, it's quite useful. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: Is it, though? The pandemic. Is anybody really it. getting some serious comfort from Pepper? Actually,
2: yes. Now, if you want to keep going. <laughs> so then there's this other one called Paro. Paro is like this little baby seal that's stuffed. <laughs> that is wild. And... It looks it's like your stuffed animal to create warm emotional responses and having a calming effect. When you touch their whiskers, it literally makes this cute little like cooing sound. It flutters its eyelashes. It can learn names and faces, and wow. it can replicate different emotions. There's this one video we should watch it of Paro. All right, yeah. Let me okay. see this
0: Paro. It's goes for five thousand bucks. Let's see if it's worth it.
1: Damn, Paro's is more expensive than fucking Pepper. I know. I was confused That's about that crazy. too. Crazy. Paro is a therapeutic robot developed by Iced and available from Intelligent System Corporation. It's got like a binky. Look at it. Paro, modeled on a baby harp seal, displays emotional responses to external stimuli, which are input via a range of tactile, light, audio, and temperature sensors. Paro is designed to have a positive psychological effect on people who interact with it. In long-term trials by medical institutions, it's been confirmed that pyro has similar effects to animal
4: therapy. Major results have been observed in three areas, psychological,
0: physiological, and social effects.
1: So dogs are useless now too?
0: Yeah, what the no, hell? No, there's
2: literally... Dude, when I was reading about the studies were showing that these things are just as, if not more effective than, than emotional support uh, animals, like real animals. So dogs are out of work too yeah.
0: <laughs> we're all screwed all the pets are screwed
2: isn't that wild that is it's so people have artificial showing pets that it can help with anxiety depression loneliness but of course it doesn't need to be like walked or fed there's no dude, maintenance what the with it
0: fuck? this world's going to be fucking Ugh, nuts dude i don't
1: even want people are like oh hi this gosh. is my
0: pet seal <laughs>
1: It's I wish you were talking buck, about like 2090 or something. The fact this is coming so soon is really upsetting oh, me. During the pandemic, oh,
2: New York ordered and distributed over a thousand robot pets to various people to help combat loneliness during quarantine.
0: Give them a. What about and, all the animals in shelters? Why not grab some of those? Seriously. And just start handing them out.
2: But you probably don't have to feed this thing. No, you don't have to feed it. You don't have to walk it. You don't have to clean up after it.
3: Oh, I don't know. I'm not allergic like, to it. It's making
1: know. pets obsolete.
3: People
0: are gonna. And, th- then what happens to the real animals? they Are all but, just gonna t- be oh, screwed?
1: Here's Dude. the real
2: thing: you get attached to your animals. Animals die. Then what?
0: Paro doesn't.
2: Paro die. doesn't die. The dude's good to go. And if for some reason his little motor craps out, okay, who cares? Buy another one. It's like the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, but you're not. You're not getting. There's no energy coming from this thing. No,
2: I agree. I mean, there's I'm no
0: vibes. I'm there's like, no there's nothing. There's no
2: way Paro gives me the same love that Charlie does. No way! But yeah. that's yeah. these studies Paro's are showing <laughs> that it's helping with dementia, helps the folks with autism. Like I could
0: see maybe the elderly and dementia patients thing like things like that, but just the average person who has anxiety or depression, they're going to choose the, uh, this paro toy over a real animal. I
1: don't know. That's just mind blowing. Remember when we were kids, there was like those robotic dogs. Yeah, Robo could, dogs. Like, do, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah.
0: And- <laughs> well, there's. Those things are still around and they're way more advanced these oh, days. Yeah. Oh, I bet. The robo dogs. That's what I'm I saying. Bet. People are going to have yeah, fake me artificial me, pets. Quickly. You're going to go over to somebody's house and you're going to be greeted at the door by their robot dog.
2: This or is something insane. way cooler like robot elephant or something like, you know, you can't have an elephant as a pet but you could have a fake elephant you as a pet. You could have like an AI
0: tiger in your house. Yeah. That's gonna be so, What the hell,
1: dude? The world's gonna be so different. I can't even <laughs> AI picture it. Fish in 10 I'm, years? I'm leaving. What? I'm, I'm leaving.
0: going. I'm going off grid. I'm already telling you right now. No. This This future turns out this way. No. I'm we're taking not. you, the kids, the animals, <laughs> and we're moving to the middle of nowhere, and we're gonna live in a bunker.
1: Honestly, if it gets bad enough, I'm down. Because this this, I don't want to live
0: where everything is fake. Everything's artificial. Then nobody cares about nature or actual real living oh. beings and animals anymore.
1: Yeah, it's really just depressing. I mean, thinking of all the ways that it can help people who are in need, who do have medical conditions that this could be very helpful for or are lonely, of course, there's pros to it. But then you just think, oh, is it worth the sacrifice for humanity as a whole? Because it's going. I do not think this is going to be better for us in the long run. And I hope I'm wrong. I really hope that, you know... It does make a future with no poverty and it's not everyone's happier not. and healthier and
0: there is never going to be this like utopia of everybody is happy and has everything they need mm. because AI and robots came in and saved. Maybe the
1: it's day. just hard for us to see it right now.
3: Mm. Isn't
1: that know. the whole point of the Kardashev scale? It's it's true. Janelle's right. If we want to be able to move up in our intelligence and in our You know,
0: I I just don't know that we are going to ever get to that point. I don't think we're capable as like humans to get to a point where we can like, I think the only way that we would get to a point where we'd move up on the Cartesian scale is if we did decide to fuse ourselves with technology and and get help on that front. But then and then also start creating these artificial beings and things like that, Mm because, you know, there's a lot of arguments out there that some of the aliens out there are actually like artificial beings, AI generated beings that look like they're biological but they're actually like there's some theories out there like the gray aliens aren't in fact like biological aliens you know who have who came from star system and have all these you know unique biological capabilities but in fact they're they were made in a lab and they have an artificial sort of brain to them God. but i did want to get to amika yeah because amika is probably the most advanced robot that's out there in the world right now. And this robot is able to have full-on conversations with people and just the way that it moves and it looks is, it, it creeps me out. But Ew, I hate take a it. look at this. Look
1: at its face. Like Ugh. full-ass it, like, conversation. Yeah,
0: this thing is like pretty close to being a sentient being. This is wild.
3: Hello, Amica. Oh, Amica. I'm Hello there. How are you today?
4: I'm doing well, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm very good, thank you. Oh, no, we're so fucked. We're <laughs> this so is it. Fucked. Here,
4: What is your name? I'm Chris. Chris. Nice k- to meet you.
3: Nice to meet you. Are you okay if I shoot a video of you?
4: Absolutely. Oh,
0: This is what's going to greet oh you everywhere God. you go. So, Amaka, what are you?
4: I am a humanoid robot. I am designed as a research platform for human-robot interaction.
3: <laughs> how many fingers am I holding up?
2: This
1: is great.
4: You are holding up four fingers.
1: Oh, Amazing. And, like and I like your sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. It's Humans love after. compliments. Humans love what compliments. That's scary. I am. I just. Welcome okay. to the future. I can't believe how fast everything's moving. The fact yes. that we are only one generation apart from our child and our lives are so different going to be so wildly different Mm -hmm. it's hard to wrap your mind around the fact that we were still playing vhs tapes when we were kids
0: yeah we were around when it was like projector tvs like tvs weighed like a thousand pounds (laughs) you know like the big mitsubishi tvs the big square ones that weighed like three tons now tvs (laughs) are paper thin the, oh and can God. be bended like bendable screens mm-hmm. and you know they they contain AI in themselves Alexa's in our TVs and
1: this gives me anxiety I mean,
2: think about when Siri came out not yeah. even that long ago we were all like holy shit it's like a robot on our phone now Siri's dumb as hell compared to Amika or yeah. Amica, whatever her name is
1: Siri's a fucking idiot you're <laughs> right
0: well Siri's gonna it's already getting smarter yeah it is and it's only gonna get smarter as time goes on because you don't think that Apple's going to continue developing Siri? Mm-hmm. No, they're going to keep developing that shit. I bet you anything, Apple is secretly behind the scenes working on an Apple robot. Oh yeah, too.
2: I was wondering about that. Why they don't they don't have something like that yet? But I feel
0: like I feel like Apple's got a lot of projects in the works for like really revolutionary stuff that they just are not revealing yet. That's Stole why they interrupts. and they're just kind of like they've got be to beat the compete. innovations that Apple has. The innovation at Apple has slowed down immensely from. The Steve Jobs era. And and now it's like slight changes to the existing devices, but really it's the same fucking thing for the last ten years. I mean, the iPhone hasn't really changed that dramatically over the period it's been around. But I'm just like at some point I'm sure Apple's gonna come out with something that's gonna they've gotta come out in order to survive into the future and compete with Google, who's Google's AI is
1: and Amazon with their Amazon Astro. Mm -hmm. Would you
2: get one of these dudes? little amazon Fuck no i don't
0: have anything alexa i i disable alexa i don't put any alexa devices in my house
1: yeah we don't have any like things you speak have. to but then you know we Seriously carry on phones thing. that listen to us so yeah. it's like how much is that really doing um
0: well alexa i think is a far more so advanced. what it,
1: what else does the astro do it hooks up to your ring system so it's mobile security patrols your house it um, can manage calls, manage? messages, set timers, alarms. It's more like mundane stuff. Oh, oh, it can remind you to do things like do your dishes, take out your medicine. This thing is going to be obsolete in like a year. Before it even gets to market, there's going to be something that does the dishes. Right. Oh,
2: yeah, for sure.
1: Well, your
0: your Tesla robot's going to do the dishes for you. Yeah. People are going to buy these and then have it be like their housekeeper. I mean, you saw this it watering plants. Nuts. It's just going to walk around your house all day doing chores, cleaning yeah. your house, cooking which this is gonna make us like, oh, so yeah.
1: brain dead right. we're gonna be so useless and lazy yes watering my plants is something i enjoy right. so much no
0: your ass will go sit on the couch and watch your robot
1: the robot's gonna be Plant, like ro- i can do the yeah. plants i'm gonna be like sit the fuck down, down. No, enjoy the yourself robot's gonna be like um kendall
2: you're not watering your plants correctly according to my analysis yeah the, the soil ph the soil is, is, yeah, yeah is off you should be waiting, you know it's gonna do it better than you can
1: this is horrific, and I hate everything. And that's all I have to say on this episode. We should
2: watch the Q&A of uh, Amica. Okay? okay. Because right now, the big thing is she doesn't have legs. Like, well, she doesn't walk. But her newest thing is they're working on getting her legs. So she can literally walk around and do everything. But She's listen like, to, just
1: wait, bitches.
2: Listen to this Q&A.
4: What's if I had to choose month? a month of the year, I would probably choose October because I enjoy the cooler temperatures and the leaves changing
2: color. That's
0: nice. What who, the fuck? Who told you that?
2: then it says, in the past, Engineered Arts have constructed walking legs. Are there any plans for Amika to have some made?
4: I can't walk, but I have seen prototype legs in the Engineered Arts lab. The design of my legs is inspired by the robot Byron, developed by Engineered Arts Limited. It has unique mechanical properties that allow it to walk without using too much energy. The prototype legs are made of aluminum and plastic. I think it will take about a year for my walking legs to be ready. Oh, no, the guys. The design of them is extraordinary.
1: Oh, no. I'm gonna throw will you off. be my
4: friend? I would love to be your friend. We could hang out, talk, play games, go on adventures. Oh, God.
3: And really, then I'll kill you in your you sleep.
4: So many <laughs> places we could go. It's hard to choose just one. Maybe we could go explore a new city or go hiking in a beautiful forest. No. There are many wonderful <laughs> cities in the world, but I think exploring Paris would be an amazing adventure.
2: You're there is
4: so much history and culture to experience there.
2: Ketchup or mayo?
4: I would most likely choose ketchup over mayonnaise what? because I like the taste of ketchup more. No, ha- you don't I eat realize you don't have taste, that but. ketchup has a more tangy and acidic taste that I actually prefer.
1: <laughs> How did You're she running know along a cliff and you're going to fall. On the right side of the cliff is a lake of ketchup and on the left side is a lake of mayonnaise. Which way would you go?
4: I would choose to go to the right <laughs> because I prefer the taste of ketchup yeah, over bitch, mayonnaise. But Sherry told you she likes ketchup. It's like understanding
1: Noah,
0: just...
2: complicated questions. The ketchup lake on the right because I prefer the taste She'd of ketchup. She'd rather go on the ketchup lake. Mm. She like gets the whole question. What the fuck?
0: That is... Just imagine where that's going to go. Because
2: it just proves like it's not like she's, you know, a thousand pre-set questions and answers. It's like understanding what you're saying, what you're asking, even like a weird thing like ketchup and a link or mayonnaise. And it tells you which one
1: wants to go in and why.
0: (sighs) Talk about a companion, though.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, think about all the people out there who have like... I mean, there are people that actually have dolls as oh, yeah. their spouse, and like, well, have... people are going
0: to marry these things. Yeah. Oh, they're going to sure. marry them. They're going to date sure. them. You're going to go out in public. You're going to see a human walking. <laughs> hand Mail order in hand. brides are out of business hand now. You can design your own robot to be your wife.
1: Damn. I mean,
0: there Shit are just got real. this technology is then going go to go into going to become a full blown thing that you could have intimacy with, and oh. I mean, you don't think that this type of technology, I mean, there's already very, very advanced sex robots out there. But like, imagine taking this. AI. Oh, yeah. There's you can order them up however you want Mm -hmm. and have it look how you want and have working parts. And Mm -hmm. yeah, they look like humans. But I think
2: the difference is this thing has a brain and emotion and you can not only have sex with it, but you can also like fall in love with it.
0: You can literally like talk to it like it would be a human being.
1: Yeah, take it on dates. Yeah. yeah
0: that's what we're going to see. You're going to go out. We're going to go out in 20 years. Oh, I hate all and this. And these things are going to be walking around with us. We're going to be interacting with these things uh, everywhere.
1: This is disgusting.
0: If you live in a, any sort of civilized area, that's why we'll be Imagine just, grade. I mean,
1: what year did we start this podcast? Like 20s? 2018, 2018, 2018 yeah. 17, mm, 18. 18. Imagine what we would have thought of this even then. It would have seemed so. Yep. Out of the realm of possibility.
0: Well, according to Ray Kurzweil, in three years, these things are going to be at human level intelligence, if not greater.
1: God, where is the world three going to years. be at when we, yep. we wrap this show up?
0: Well, we might have robot producers. Janelle's yeah. going to become obsolete, oh, so okay, cool. we'll just get. We're
2: going to be obsolete too. Yeah, Amika say.
0: over here to come in here in Mecca.
2: No, every all three of us. It'll just yeah. be robots. Robots don't make mistakes. They don't need to edit out things. They don't need to re say anything. They yeah. don't need to research anything.
1: We would only need one editor for our whole company. One robot, and he could work twenty four seven. Perfect. <laughs>
2: He's hosting the show. He's producing the show. He's researching the show. You got
1: bonus episodes? No problem. Yeah. I've got endless time. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is truly fucked. I hate everything and... Goodbye. I think that's all goodbye. we have.
0: <laughs> so yeah, think think about that for yeah. a bit and...
1: Of course, we want to know. know your thoughts on this. As always, you guys, sound off in the comments. Are you terrified? Are you excited? Would you get a robot? Yeah, And will you what be type buying of it? robot, like, how far would you go with the robotics into your everyday life? I want to know what you guys think. But that is going to be it for us today. We will be back on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, with another episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's going to so, be some fun times. We'll see you then. This was nice. But until then, keep on taking your mind a mile higher until a robot starts taking it higher than you. <laughs> <laughs>